Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, this is episode five of the Ryan Kills Audio Journal. Uh, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to be doing a part two of the previous episode uh, where I talked about my father and how it always makes me feel like an obsession of wanting to, you know, be, be ingrained in my future kid's life and how his death affected me and all that. Um... I feel like a second part uh, was necessary so we can paint more of a vivid picture of of how I was feeling at the time and what I was going through. Um, and I also I also forget like this is a an actual journal, and hopefully that my kids can listen to this in the future. So I want to you know make sure I have an account of a lot of things. But, oh, and I also want to say, yeah, the last episode I said that my Uncle Reggie was alive in Ohio. Uh, I misspoke. That was my Uncle Ronnie. He's the one that's still kicking. And then my Uncle Reggie is is, uh, the one that passed away. But RIP, RIP Uncle Reggie, though. But all right, let me get started. So, like I said last episode, my father, he, he passed away in 2004. Uh, so I guess we can start from there. Uh, my dad, he had leukemia. Uh, he passed away in the middle of the night, um, at like the, the beginning of December. And so I remember, uh, I remember my mom came in the room. I was, I was asleep. Um, I was, so she came in, she turned the lights on, I was, you know, groggy and half sleep and all that stuff. She was just like, Hey, uh, you know, she had tears in her eyes and all that stuff. Um, she's like, Hey, your dad passed away. I think it was like an hour or so ago. And he wanted, wanted me to tell you that he loved all of you and, you know, all that sentimental stuff. Um, yeah, so I don't know if I was in shock or I was just, like, too tired or, like, I couldn't, like, get my head wrapped around it, but I, I like, had no reaction. Like, at least I don't remember having a reaction. I just looked down and I looked at her and I was just like, okay, and then I went back to bed. Um, But I do remember, you know, waking up the next day, I was like, uh, like, I was more internally like internally flooded with emotions you know I don't really remember shedding a lot of tears um even at the funeral I I, I know I didn't cry of course I was sad and stuff but I didn't cry I really don't know why like I said I'm I'm chalking it up to shock but um you know I did have my emotions um I would say my biggest emotions were like fear and some type of anxiety uh, because like once my dad passed away, it was just like, okay, I gotta be the man in the house now cause I'm the oldest. Um, but it was just like, I, I had no idea how to be a man. So I guess that's, uh, I spent, I spent a lot of time thinking about that. Um, one, because I just, I didn't know, I didn't know anything. And, and two, majority of the the close friends that I was linked up with um they didn't have fathers either you know for 
albeit one reason or another, uh, their fathers weren't in their lives. And, um, yeah, so it, it like kind of, it kind of made me feel like, okay, well, is this like a normal thing or like, I don't know. Cause the people, the people I was hanging out with, you know, it was just, just like my house is just, it's run by the mom, it's run by the mother. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we were all in the same boat. Um, luckily we all turned out fine. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure we could have all used that guidance from our fathers, but, um, I don't know. I guess I would say that, say that my journey, my manhood journey kind of started when I got a job. I was working at, uh, the, the local movie theaters, uh, in Burlington, um, you know, because I was, I was finally making my own money. Um, and so I can like finally start helping out the family, uh, helping out like with bills and groceries and all that stuff. And, uh, this was, this was in high school. This was, was it my junior or was it my senior year of high school? I think it was my senior year. Yeah, it was my senior year in high school. I was just like, man, I gotta, I gotta start bringing some money in. Um, my mom, she was working a little bit and, um, we had, we had to bring our grandma in the, uh, in the house because she was getting older, um, and then she was starting to like get dementia and stuff. But that's a whole other story. So like, my mom had to babysit her. Uh, my my baby sister, she was like super young at the time, so I was just like, okay, I, I like I need to like do something. And yeah, I guess I guess. Uh, I guess that's usually how it goes when, when a kid is a uh, kid is bringing some money in. You know, they start getting a little bit more respect from the family and the friends, and so I guess that kickstart the like the manhood or the womanhood because you start yeah you start you start getting like your own money and stuff, and you're no longer asking for for things anymore or asking for a lot of things that you're used to. Like, oh, can I have a dollar or Oh, can you take me to the movies and stuff like that? Because, like, you're bringing in your own money. Um, and also, I don't know how it works in, like, other communities and stuff, but I know in a black household, it's just, like, you don't have a say in anything until you start putting money down for bills. You know, that's usually how it is. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that was the, that was like the worst thing to happen because I was definitely feeling myself, uh, working at the movie theaters. I was bringing like, bringing like a little baby $200 checks in and stuff heavy. It had me feeling like, well, like, what can y'all tell me? Like I'm bringing my money, I'm bringing my own money in now. You know what I mean? I got, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, I do got that McDonald's money now. So y'all can't tell me nothing. And so even though it was kind of, you know, kind of on a small scale, it, it, it bolstered a sense of like independence. Cause like I said, I was getting my own money. Um, and though, even though taking care of my family and like the, that emergent, 
that emerging uh, independence was like important components to manhood. It wasn't like the full scope of manhood, uh, which again, it, it brings me to now, like, uh, like, will I ever figure it out in its entirety, like being a man? Or like, or does a man ever figure out? You know, do they ever figure it out? But, um, yeah, I don't know. Or is it like the, the, what's it called? The eye of the beholder type thing. Um, where it's just like, oh, well, it all depends. <laughs> but, okay, I just wanted to give a little quick, quick little episode. I'm going to wrap this up. But, uh, here's what I want y'all to do. Um, yeah, think about what, what manhood means to you. Is it like taking care of your family by any means? Is it standing on your own two feet? Um, and just doing what you can in any situation, no matter what? Or does it mean to be like 100% comfortable in your own skin and your emotions? Or... Or, or like, I don't know, shoot, speaking to the toxic side, does it, yeah, I mean, you have a thousand women all on you, or is just sowing your seeds all across America, you know, I don't know, I guess it's all different, but, yeah, figure out what what's your take on manhood, okay, but all right, let me wrap this up, this was episode five of the Ryan Kills audio journal, uh, y'all have a good one. Peace out. Uh, Thanks for listening also.